Hello everybody and welcome back to Growing Up With Aaron. I'll make this intro short and sweet because we got a better one coming up in the episode because that's how I roll. But yeah, this is another one of our favorite back to the 80s movies. And this one is very dear to me because this is my first experience at the movie theater with my grandpa, which is a start of a great series of stories to tell about with movies with my grandpa. So here we go. was just one of those like glimpses this is what your life could have been you could have gone to new york and had a roommate and you know been 40 years old having a roommate in new york that's one of those multiverse opportunities i was thinking i could have had an actor yep and those are those what ifs that i'm i'm stuck in so i get it but for now since we can't go to the multiverse of madness of living in a 40 year old lifestyle of a shoe saying 40 um we can't do that we're gonna go under the sea tonight (laughs) and back to 1989 which means we were not even near 40 and that's why we are going to be going with this is growing up with aaron and i am aaron Huh? Are yeah, I'm totally recording. recording. I am. Oh. I've been recording this whole time. I've <laughs> <laughs> been recording. And oh, here I am. when you start to get some momentum, we're stopping again. That's what she Sorry. does. She's the best. She is, is the this, best. Is this on? She's the best. I love this. Bueller. <laughs> Are you Bueller. recording? Oh, I love that we have. Um, no, thank you for giving me a blooper reel. <laughs> <laughs> that is what my whole life is. <laughs> okay, let's try this again. It's for the <laughs> clip show. <laughs> hey, I'm getting these mini episodes down. Let's do this. Okay, so let's go with this. So we're going to get back to growing up with Aaron. And that's me. Oh, you know that already, though. So because I am here with my friends, and that's my bestie, Lisa. And, of course, we've also got that one who will bring balance to this force, Michael. I am also here. Yeah, he is. He is. He's right over there. And, of course... We're not so unfortunate souls, and we're about to go under the sea and be part of her world. And by her, I mean Disney's The Little Mermaid. You know, because that's what we do. And I love this movie, you guys. Lisa? Same. Was it one of your first movies? Um, I don't know if I saw this in in the movie theater. I don't know if I saw it in the movie theater or not. Actually, it's still in my top. See, my my memory is so bad. I don't remember the first movie I saw in theater. Well, you just opened me up to my but... memory has just been. Sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Anyway. Live your live your best life. Yeah. Um, I just know from a very tiny age that this was my favorite Disney movie. Mm, same, same. Um, and we when. Can- I was young. I used to uh, sing the um, when she gives her voice up, where there's no words, it's just notes. I used to sing that in the shower all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could sing that on key and in her. Um, I can't sing it in her on key or off key. Oh, I got bullied for that. I got bullied. Anyway. Yeah, my mom and dad, my dad mainly, he would tease me. He's like, oh, how was your bath? <laughs> Well, you're always in the water and doing that, yeah, because you're a mermaid when you're in the water. Well, it's either that or 
I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Let's. I want to know if Michael, if he ever, after he saw this movie, if he ever had dreams of being a mermaid. Uh, I did not. Oh. Uh, I, well, I may have. I just don't remember them all these. 30 years later. Well, he was a baby compared to us little babies. Oh, just, but not by much, but not by much. We were six. We were six. And? So he was like five? Uh, I was way younger. He was like, he was two and a half. (laughs) I was, I was about four. Yeah. So you were, you wouldn't have seen this in the movie theater either, probably. No, my first film in the the theater was The Lion King. So still Disney girl. However, this, this movie, it did kick off a, a, a a Disney renaissance, right? right? It was the beginning of all those great movies. The Lion King, Aladdin, Pocahontas. seen movies trust me i'm six years old i've seen tons of movies but i had not been able to go to the movie theater yet my brother my older brother who's three years older than me is going to movies with my cousins and my grandpa all the time and i knew this i was very aware and i remember this to the detail it's just something i'm still bitter about right uh but it was just how it went now i remember the experience that i was being told that i get to go to a movie for the first time with my grandpa and my cousins. And guess what it is? I bet you could never guess. Enlighten me. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. It's gonna is be, it little? It might be. It might be. Okay. All right. Mermaid All right. of Manhattan. Okay. All right, it's the little mermaid guys. Okay. Oh, we were you, close. I know, right? <laughs> okay, so anyway, so I was so excited. It was it was cold. It was a cold night, right? And I'm standing outside like an hour before my grandpa's picking me up because I had been seeing the trailers for this movie and I knew I was Ariel. I'm six years old and I knew I was Ariel. Um, and was it just a feeling I, like you I had it on the inside? I was or a mermaid. Like, I, did you have luscious hair? Nope. It was because. Nope. I, <laughs> It, well, I wish I had luscious hair at that point. <laughs> I know Lisa's like, he just shut that one down. Right? <laughs> okay. No, it was because I knew there was something in between. I wasn't 100% boy. I wasn't 100% girl. And I wanted to be. What percent mer person were you? Yes. Mm, I don't think I got to find that out. And that oh. was what was sad. Hmm. But I loved the water because guess what? Water sign. Water sign. Although it was kind of crabby. I was more Sebastian, I think. Weren't we? <laughs> I was, yes. I mean. I am. Look at it. Look at it. Um, Would you just look at it? Look at it. Would you just look at it, Michael? We have, like, coined that for you here in the show. Um, yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> um so anyway so my grandpa uh he loved the movies and his favorite thing was to bring his grandchildren to the movies and so i was the next one to join and i remember walking into our very small man's cinema three uh in our small little mall if you can call it a mall here in grand rapids and i remember walking into that movie theater and seeing all it's all red like everything is red. The box office is just this little square that you just you get your ticket. You walk around. The concession is the same box. They're all in their little cube, and they're doing the thing. You get your stuff. 
my grandpa did not pay for snacks. You did not get snacks at the movie. It was not what happens. He was like, you bought your ticket and that was already expensive enough for you. Uh, then uh, you go into the movie and I remember going in the door and you just see these the little chairs there, you know, they flop up, you know, the old school ones before these bougie ones that this generation will never understand what we dealt with. And they were like velvety covered seats. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Velvet right. stadium seats. Yes. And they're like the velvet that scratched any skin that was re like revealed or whatever. However but it was say. so fun. It was like right. one color this way, one color that way. <laughs> but it was stained and you could feel the gum that had been like pressed Ew. into it like for years. Okay. Anyway. So how do you, let me just stop you one second. I have to ask how I'm so envious of the fact that you remember these so vividly. Because the movie I, just, I actually just asked my mom and dad, like, hey, what was the first movie I saw in theaters? Their answer was the same as I same one I gave myself. I don't know. <laughs> because the movie theater no is idea. my the movie theater is the temple in which I pray. That's and fair. that's because of this per this personal experience, and that's why I was so excited to talk about this tonight. It's probably why I have so much energy about this tonight, uh, because it's the first experience with my grandpa, who is I have so many stories, and I'm kind of thinking of this as being like a series of like stories of m movies with my grandpa. Every movie that I remember seeing in the movie theater will kind of have stories about the connection with my grandpa. But anyway, more about this. So we sit down. And the movie starts. And I remember every detail of the movie from beginning to end. That moment from being a six-year-old. This is one memory from my childhood that's locked from every detail from opening to the movie. You know, from the lights of the little Disney opening where it goes. And it lights up and you just. You know, now we get that whole fly over the. I mean, it's still a tank because it's a Disney movie, but it was so much louder and just right in your face. It's a Disney movie you're about to see. Anyway, and then you get the ship opening, and it's like you get the big telling you that what's opened up there, and you get Alan Menken's name and Howard Ashman, which I would find out later were an obsession of mine for like musical geniuses of, as being a Broadway obsession musical. Anyway. Wait for me! Flounder, hurry up! I watched something today on YouTube, uh, and I didn't mean to, but it was really fun. It was an Hans Christian Andersen and how the um, stories were intertwined, and actually that Walt Disney was working on a Little Mermaid project in 1941 that did not actually come to fruition. And so later on in the 80s, when they started working on this one, they actually did take some inspiration from it, but they did not continue because it's still, that one was still based more on the very darker version of Hans Christian Andersen's original work. Mm -hmm. So they still had to adapt it a little bit differently. So they didn't actually want her to die in the end, in like as in Hans Christian Andersen's, she does. And her whole- Spoiler alert. Just so you know, exactly. I mean, that's what I do. That's what I do. I assume that our listeners are pretty familiar with the source material. And if they aren't, I wasn't. Well, my bad. 
I wasn't. I I was talking to Sammy about about. Well, I mean, we watched The Little Mermaid. It's her favorite movie. Right, right. And uh, we were uh, talking about the film, and she's like, "Well, you know, it's, you know, she like kills herself." It's like what? She's like, "Yeah, the story. It's based on this Hans Christian Andersen story from 1837." And at the end of it, she's she's faced with this choice. She either has to kill Prince Eric because he is now married to some other princess who he believed was the person who saved him um, uh, the night his ship was going down. Mm-hmm. So she's she's like, no, I don't want to kill him. So she kills herself. And instead of dying, she becomes uh, a part of Daughters of the Air. Some and she has to. She yeah, has to be home or something, yeah. But like, she has know. to be a daughter of the air mm-hmm. for three hundred years, doing good deeds, and after accomplishing that, she will then go to heaven. Her soul will go to heaven. Yeah, it's so it's such an interesting story, and there's actually also some uh, like I've heard some mixtures because there's a lot of controversy around the story of the Little Mermaid right now because of the uh, live action movie coming out. Mm-hmm. but the, that's just based on race and it's bullshit yes but yeah. to take from conversation that is being brought up by that is there's a lot of different um iterations of the source from hans christian anderson's story and some say that hans christian anderson was gay and that he was inspired to tell this story metaphorically based on the unrequited love uh between so like the a gays lover. and fish people Right. I guess metaphorically. <laughs> hey, I did it. <laughs> you loved the fish? No, I metaphorically did it I earlier know. in this recording. <laughs> uh, I did not know. But that, I know what you are talking about. I had no idea that uh, there's speculation that an author in the 1800s was gay. I'm just saying. There's just something. I thought, about- I thought you were referring to the fact that uh, there's there's no way he actually saw a mermaid. Are you claiming that he saw a mermaid? Because he probably <laughs> didn't, but he could have. I know, I know. I don't know. They like, they used some interesting remedies back then. He may have been seeing mermaids. Right. He's just a writer. Right. Yeah. That all knows where he lives. Ariel, please, will you get your head out of the clouds and back in the water where it belongs? I'll swim up. So, anyway, but let's talk about the amazing cre- um, creators that did the 1989 story like um jody benson the voice of ariel mm-hmm. she's wonderful girl that voice no wonder she was the voice i mean she voiced my favorite in my generation our generation's first disney princess like mm-hmm. and we were lucky to have her i like that. I, my opinion i I watched a video on YouTube because I didn't watch the movie. I didn't find myself giving myself time. Mm-hmm. But it was 107 facts about the Little Mermaid. That's what we were listening to when you jumped. All right. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Listen them off now. I only remember one. Oh. No. Uh, they had to send in blind auditions for the part of Ariel. Um, So they weren't biased about who they picked. Like they picked solely based on their voice rather than which is, is is interesting to me because it's an animated film why would you care what the person looks like if it's an animated right. film but right. jody had worked with i don't know um, one of the guys on a 
another musical called Smile. Hmm. I'm looking here. I'm, oh, here. Thanks ben for checking wrote, my facts because I have a terrible well, uh, Howard Ashman. She worked yeah. with. Yeah. So she ended up getting the role. Yeah. That's all I got. Yep. That's how she got it. Look at me. I participated. No, that's the thing is it's it's really about like who you know too. But so she liked right, out, like but oh, she also had the talent. auditions, but I worked with this guy on a Broadway musical, so yeah. that doesn't yeah. you know she had what they needed and she had like and yeah, there it was. Yeah. Uh yeah, of course, like so she's con she's uh she is actually credited at school as Ariel, but she also has to be credited as uh, Vanessa as the human incarnation of oh, Ursula. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously yeah. it's the same voice. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it's funny that she has. Did you know that she was the voice of Thumbelina when they made that not. movie? It wasn't Disney, not. but it was. I didn't I know that. I just learned that as well. Yeah. She was the voice of Weebo in Flubber. Oh. <laughs> I. Oh, interesting. Right. Um, Is that a step down? Would that be considered a step down? <laughs> I mean, she didn't. She was really. I don't know. Or is that a lateral move? I don't know. Uh, she was the voice of Barbie in Toy Story 2. Um, let's see here. Oh, Lady and the Tramp uh, 2. She was the voice of Lady. Um, I'm just... How do you... I what? feel like Michael and I are having the same thought, maybe, about how do you voice the dog? They, I mean, oh... <laughs> Because they must have. I really thought you were going to say spaghetti or something. For, for the sequel, they must have given the voices. I didn't watch the sequel. I think they gave them voices. Like, how, who was cast as the the hound in the Fox and the Hound? <laughs> just saying, in the sequel, was not me. But yeah, no, I get it. I'm just. She was a very talented actress. That voice actress. So. And ready to know what the people know. Now you were doing more voice than that. When we were yeah. recording, right? A yeah. lot more. A lot more. Let's keep that lid on. Okay. Well, a little bit more in close. I want to be where the people are. But you don't need a lot of breath to keep it down. I want to see. Keep it down there. So not as breathy, but yet not high quality. Like you're talking right now. Yeah. Okay. I want to be where the people are. I want to see. Want to see them dancing. By the way, performance is fabulous. But, I understand. But by they the get way, more intimate instead yeah, of standing in front of the lot by Come in. Come in, my child. We mustn't lurk in doorways. It's rude. One might question your upbringing. Anyway, Jody Benton, uh, Pat Carroll, Ursula. Pat yes. Carroll, we, uh, she passed away in last summer. Which we um, just learned was the third choice. The third choice for Ursula. Ursula. Do you know who the first one was, Michael? Quit. I do. Uh, you you may answer if you'd like. Why? I, I know the answer. I know I that. I need to say it. I know the answer. Why? Because don't we you know, all the, know answer? the answer? All right. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many tentacles Ursula had? Yes, six. Oh, okay. Do you know oh. how many? Two had? arms. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was Bay Arthur. What? B Arthur. I know I yeah, said why, it wrong. why this video I watched, they called her Bea Arthur. No, like, I where said, are we from? No, and that was why it got in my head and I said it the way I was hearing it because of that. B that was my Arthur. fault. It is no, right. I, he is right. B Arthur. No, I know. I know that, but I'm I'm just curious. It was a very interesting way to pronounce it. I heard, I'm wondering and that's where why it got in my head. 
wondering where this person may originate from that it is Bea Arthur. Like he probably just well, that's because there's a accent yeah. mark, I believe, over the A. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it just reminds me of you know. I don't know. Are you from Asgard? But I do think she would have been uh, like a like a really great choice. I do. I mean, if you think Pat Carroll and her, I mean, not very far off on the voice. Right. Well, if we're going to go that route, hell, Elaine Stritch could have played. Well, Ursula. wasn't she wasn't she the second choice? I have no idea. She I don't was. I don't know what you read. She was the second choice. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> so that's why I thought you were just saying that casually. Oh. No, I was going through my computer today, and I have two Elaine Stritch movies, and I started to watch one of them, and I was like, I can't get sucked into this right now. So you can see they actually had a vision of what Ursula's voice was supposed to sound like. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think Pat Carroll. It's great. I think I'm glad it was Pat Carroll. I think you know it would have been awesome for the other ones, but we got Pat Carroll and. I'm very happy that that song was great. Sometimes. Okay, can we talk about the fact that, okay, so Ursula is half octopus, but she's still a mer person, right? I mean, she's, she's a mythical to. creature. But I'm just saying, is like in the fact that there, since all these beings that are like half like humanoid. Um, Gods. Okay. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, do you know some of the origins? Oh, he's got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Ariel's father, Triton. King Triton, yes, is the son of Poseidon, and Poseidon. What? Yes, Poseidon. Poseidon. <laughs> okay, Poseidon. Poseidon. You Poseidon. said it with Poseidon. such <laughs> conviction, and Poseidon. And then, yeah, Poseidon. Uh, you know, po- potato Poseidon. <laughs> right. And Poseidon is brothers with Zeus. This Zeus and Poseidon are brothers, and Hercules is King Triton's nephew. This is getting so Olympic. Yeah, so there's... Okay, so that's a big like stretch to Mount Olympus. I'm going to keep it in under what the sea. I mean a big stretch? That's okay, like one, but, two... But I know, but I'm still going to keep it under the sea. There's steps. We're still going to keep it under the it's sea. Even, it's not even... Bring it back under it. the sea, please. <laughs> I, but I have arm floaties. I can't go under the sea. I'm floaty. So you're basically okay. saying King Triton and Hercules are cousins. We get it. Okay. Now. King Triton is also in in the original writing story of uh, Little Mermaid before they took that part of the story out, but they did bring back into the Broadway show and in a story a book called Poor Unfortunate Soul that Ursula and Triton are brother and sister. And that's why there's a backstory that we are missing so much in the Ursula and Triton story and that Ursula talks about her days in... Atlantica in her days at the palace and how like blah 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 this was all great but we don't actually hear what her whole dispute really was with Triton all it says is that she wants to rule she wants 
She's really angry. She she decides to use Triton's daughter against him. But what actually caused the beef? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? You think that she was using Ariel against him? Yeah, that was the plot. Well, that was part of it. It Well, it turned into that, but I don't think it started there. Well, no, if you think about Are it. Are you saying it started there? Well, that's part of like how the plot of the movie gets there and how Ursula decides that she's the perfect target to use for, to get tri to Triton. That's how she she's like, ooh, there's the weak spot. This particular little daughter of Triton needs something. And but I didn't that it. only happen after Triton had already forbidden Ariel to go to the surface? This is correct, but we're talking about Ursula. I know, so that's my point. Right. She didn't start with beef with Ariel or Triton. She didn't have any of that. Because of Triton's uh, anger mm -hmm. toward her interaction at the surface, he forbids her to ever go again. Okay, we're so angry. Okay, I guess I was just advocating for Ursula, I think, too much right there. I was like, he's like, he's he, like can we talk about Ariel? He's like, oh. Aaron okay. is Team Ursula. <laughs> really, I'm Team. No, Ursula. I'm just gonna put it out there right now. You've always been Team Ursula. I love Ariel. Just Don't like, get me wrong, but like, she's my Disney you know. princess. But I guess I've always been Team Ursula. Apparently, that's what it is. But that's because Ursula is also based on, like, her design. The animation is based on Divine, the drag queen from the '80s of John Waters movies. That if you know, <laughs> John Waters. <laughs> Anywho. Hey, so I was advocating Welcome for back. Ursula. Ursula, you had to bring What do you mean advocating for? Because the fact that she was okay, not really advocating, but I was trying to bring it back to the fact that like she was connected. She's a sea witch. Well, she don't I, need my help. She don't I, need your help. Not really advocating, but I wanted to see by. I wanted to try and bring it to the fact that she had a story that opened up and we didn't get to see her backstory. And I still think they're like, what was her connection to Triton? Why did she want so much? Or was it literally that she just wanted to rule everything? Where's the baby? She was so, probably good at one point. That's what I'm saying. Was she? And so her and Triton hooked up all the time. So that's why I really, right? wish to, so oh, I yeah. really, I want to see the, the musical, for this to see the more the connected story of the sibling is and, this in the musical the the backstory yeah oh yeah it's, they give more way more to that story because oh, like so the shell there are answers to this question yes oh sorry oh, well, well, yeah. look sorry. it up what are you talking to us google for? it <laughs> see, i don't know i i think as far because as i wanted no to have idea. that because i wanted to have that conversation as, with you as far as the animation goes ursula is just there because she wants power yeah, and so that what I'm saying is that story was supposed to be part of the original story in the movie, and they cut that. And so literally, it's just right. like in this movie, they they allude to a history that she yeah. had in the city, with, and she had a history of Triton, but they actually didn't give much of that backstory. So instead, they just kind of like say, "Ah, oh, like Ariel is going to be the perfect thing for me to get my revenge." Well, and she she tricks more people on the regular. That's why yeah, she has her little, establish that her little squiggly like, hair and she's got going on. But those they come to her. This one she sought out to lure to her because she found no. a little no. Ariel yeah, she went to her. 
Yeah, but she she sent Flatsam and Jetsam to like like hey, oh, to spy we on know her. we know someone that can help you <laughs> because yeah, Ursula I guess she was baited. Haha, yeah. <laughs> the fish took the bait. Yeah, uh-uh. Ursula was uh, he was mermaid trafficking. <laughs> I mean, their souls or uh, their powers. <laughs> no, she really was just like turning them into those little plant things, and right, like lair. maybe she just wanted to be a gardener. <laughs> yeah, because that was her plan to do with Ariel anyway. After the whole thing was done, yeah, the sticker uh, in the because she was just using that three day thing, and she did not intend for it to all go through. It was like okay, but I have to wonder though if those if those mer people came to Ursula to ask a wish or whatever. And and Ursula always presents some. Okay, you can do this. <laughs> there's but, a cost. There's a price. Yeah, there's a cost. There's a price. And if you don't do it by this time or whatever, then you're mine. Mm-hmm. And so, it that seems like a very reasonable thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's what right? I'm saying. And they, these mer people, they failed their mission, mm-hmm. and their entity was uh, rightfully used to pay this debt right right but does that make her a bad person makes her a good business person (laughs) it does that's the thing is they made it look that way because she was perfectly making it that they would not be able to uh like hold up succeed Mm -hmm. which was up for failure which was why they set up the whole fact that, okay, I'm going to let you have your wish to go up to be with them, but I'm going to limit it to three days and I'm going to take your voice. I'm going to make sure you got uh, like handicaps now because I need you. You know, she has to put the chains on there. I can't like have you getting it, but she also has to give her an opportunity to win. You know, it's a, it's a whole process. So, yeah. well done, Ursula. Well done. But then she realized she was going to lose. So, of course, she has to cheat. And that's the villainous, devious thing. And that's, that's the little moral. You, she, was, she was going, she knew she was going to lose, so she had to cheat. I would argue that she was cheating kind of the whole time. Right, but this was like the, she would literally had to, she had to stop playing the game and change her strategy. Too close. A little tramp. Oh, she's better than I thought. Or she was still playing the game, so she didn't stop. She changed strategies. She was being more slick with it. Now she had to like, oh crap! Now I gotta like get involved. I can't just like meddle, you know, and have my eels do the dirty work. I got to go in. Uh, at this rate, he'll be kissing her by sunset for sure. <laughs> Well, it's time Ursula took matters into her own tentacles. And now I got to use this girl's why this is, this is the story. The takeaway is don't meddle. Is it? That's or, what I took away from this movie. Don't meddle. Is it? Or is it have a better plan B? So, so you're arguing for Ursula to have a better plan B. I'm always advocating for plan B. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. What? <laughs> you should too. Oh, um, believe me, I do. Anyway, so thanks for coming over. Here's one for you. <laughs> Take one for tomorrow too. Oh, don't forget your keys too. Here's the bowl. <laughs>
There you go. Take all these people out of my house. Oh <laughs> but my anyway. So anyway, Ursula. Okay, so advocating about? for her to be more... We're uh, still advocating for her again? Is it you advocating now, or am I still? I'm just trying to understand this train of thought. Okay, because Lisa's totally lost. Because I watched Aww. a movie that doesn't have the storyline, so now we're going into some <laughs> pre- pretend <laughs> realm. The listeners are like, what are they even talking about? At this I didn't point? write down any of those things. So... will be mine. And, and then I'll make him writhe. I'll see him wriggle like a worm on a hook. <laughs> But if I just stand here long enough, I know She's that I'll... She's got legs, you idiot! She traded her vice to the sea witch and got legs. Jeez, man. She was well prepared yeah. for when she got legs and got to come there. I mean, when she was right. brushing her hair with that... Even the walking hopper. part. She picked up walking faster than any person on the planet ever Girl. would have. In the story, she is uh, the best Damn. dancer. But yeah. Oh. Sorry, she can to... dance like no one else and walk mm-hmm. like no one else. That was part uh, of the spell, the best though. ever. That was yeah, part of but, exactly. But it, in pain. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Yeah, she was but, supposed to be in like eternal pain. That would be part of the spell. Right. Sorry. You can have what you want, but at this cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steal with the devil. Yeah. Right. You're basically in hell. Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, yes, got all. Did you? Okay. So let's, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, we so, need yeah. to. Figure out what? So Ursula is the villain of the movie, but do we know who the overall villain of the story is? Michael? Well, I'd, I'm going to kick it off and just say King Triton. Ooh, I think I like this. Because at the beginning of the movie, when the sailors are talking to Prince Eric and it's a beautiful day, uh, the sailor says that King Triton must be in a friendly type mood. And then later during Eric's party, there's a storm. So maybe King Triton was not in such a friendly type mood at that time. Mm-hmm. And it that sets off the event her, her finding him and saving him. And then in the story, the actual book, uh the children's story, um, she she rescues Prince Eric and then is upset that he doesn't know it was her. She's upset and is waiting for him to be like, and all she did was like a good thing, but because she wanted a pat on the back, all of a sudden she becomes a stalker. So she's her own kind of villain. Well, yeah. And you know, King Triton, the overbearing, overbearing father just breeds teenage rebellion it does sowing seeds of it right right and it 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 bothered me that i wrote this question but does ariel need eric to be happy i like that i like that question like what was her true purpose to go up there i mean she until she met eric she still wanted to be a human like she wanted to be up there. She was in love with the idea of being part of the human world. Eric was just the the gateway of what finally sealed that of what she wanted. Do you think that Ariel wanted to be part of that world because being in the ocean reminded her of being a motherless mermaid? Oh wow, that's deep. 
in the movie, she says, if you turn me into a human, I'll never see my father and sisters again. It's a sacrifice. I mean, she made so many sacrifices. Where is the mom? Right. Talk about a plot hole. Where's well, mom? Um, I thought they mentioned that. I swear there's a mention, isn't there? This is all of the mention. Well, I'm saying there's a lot of mentions. There's a lot of unanswered questions, Michael. Maybe <laughs> well, it's, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's mentioned in Broadway musical. And is she dealing with her grief of being without a mother and redirecting her her energy into some boy? When did her mother die? Sorry, I just maybe you know. Okay, so we do know that she's the baby sister, right? Like they all, oh, that in the original story, they're all born a year apart of each other. Yeah. Um, so it's probably very similar in this context, you know? Uh, so, yeah. Were there I'm complications? Over here talking and I'm on mute. Yeah, I mean, because like if she's popping out a baby once a year. Well, and how do mer people have babies? Eggs? I think it's probably, yeah, like a spraying of the eggs and fertilizing them and Ew. ingesting them i don't know yeah it seems safer like maybe maybe it's because it's happening maybe she has to develop the eggs halfway and then she lays them because of the fact that they're halfways maybe they're like chrysalis like she has to carry them for like a half term like instead of nine months she has to carry them for like half that <laughs> Yeah, maybe they lay the egg and then it's like a butterfly. It's like a chrysalis, <laughs> yeah, and then they just they just pop and out and they're like, they pop out and they can't like actually swim. They just kind of like, it in with his magic. And they get like big sea glue. I imagine they have like big fat heads, and they just like <laughs> flop over like when they catch out of the egg. Oh, one, <laughs> and they have to like be protected because of predators, like little tadpoles. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So weird stuff yeah i i like the triton thing i was gonna say that the villain was the under the sea society like pressuring ursula to have to do what she needs to do to survive but yeah anyway that's the thing that's the thing Triton pushing for perfection i mean that is a big pressure role to have to be the ruler of all the ocean yeah and, then, gotta... and manage five girls I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, you can <laughs> see that. Like, that's a, there's a, there's not a balance there. This movie is almost as old as me, and I am so happy that you're timeless. I, Aww. I, I am timeless. Well, <laughs> we're gonna live forever. Ew, I don't want to live forever. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned who Ariel's features were based on. Oh, yes. We talked about Divine and Ursula, but you didn't talk okay, about Ariel's Milano. Alyssa I know, Milano. but like, yeah. Oh, so both everyone knows this. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm the one who had to write this down. I only found out in my 107 fun facts. So I, I found out about an hour ago. Like, I didn't know anything about this stupid story, and I had to look it up and learn all these things, and then was shocked to learn, like, she kills herself at the end, and it's so dark. That I actually didn't know. I love when Michael is surprised. About that story. I like when Michael's surprised when I know a Marvel reference and a 90s pop culture thing. And why is it the well, Little Mermaid? Because she's not a big mermaid. But in the movie, Where's she's the also comparison? not small. Like, I mean, are you going to go measure the other mermaids and try to decide who's littler? 
but like why not you know not why not the singing mermaid i don't know roll off the tongue as nicely as little the little ones are better i think i think they taste better they roll off the tongue but if you think about it when hans was probably looking out to the rock um that he uh-huh. was inspired to do this he probably saw a little mermaid he did hey that. hans what do you see there a little mermaid ah creepy yes. are you sure it's not just really far away let's go get yeah, some yeah exactly <laughs> okay flat earther uh, <laughs> what is happening right now hans christian uh, anderson I- there is the only other thing that I I wanted to share about this this film um, is is I feel like what it taught me was that we can be friends with with other with others you know there is a lot of I'm friends with a crab I'm friends with a fish I'm yes. friends with a bird right we got all those lessons like that was one of those that started I mean I did, did not learn I could be friends with people though. I no, yeah, people suck. That yeah, was people true. are terrible. Yes. That's true. They and really did witches. teach us that. Yeah, people and sea witches. That's why. Anyway. Yeah, and that's why I made it hard because the metaphor there was that the humans were straight people. Oh, what? just. <laughs> I get that the uh, Brimsley or whatever. That's a straight dude. <laughs> oh, the butler. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so a single straight dude at that. Clearly, no. I, I always felt like the maid and like the little maid and him were like the like, maid. She was in uh, uh, Ferris Bueller. <gasps> yes, she played the secretary. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was who played the maid. We love her. Yes, she's been in so much. Wasn't she voice? also? She was also in Planes, Trains, and Automobile. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when. Uh, he was in the car the rental thing. I, I like your tone, in, sir. <laughs> I loved her in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Oh, God bless her. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. iconic movie. Uh, I even remember leaving that movie theater that night. Just me, my cousins, my grandpa. I can't remember if it was full or not. That movie theater was always full when I was a child. It's so not anymore. But when That's we, too bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I can remember the eighties and nineties. I mean, the movie theater was the place to be. It just doesn't. See, and when I asked my my mom and dad because we're in a group text, or I was like, "What was the first movie I saw in theaters?" And my dad's like, "I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't remember. That's why I asked you." <laughs> but we usually would rent them or buy them, and when they came out on. Yeah, our family would do the same. We didn't have a movie theater in town. We had to go to a neighboring community. Mm, So it was more of a commitment. See, at the time when Little Mermaid came out was just at the end for me when we were still living in Grand Rapids before my mom got remarried and we moved to Raymer in rural Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I I had a... Which is probably the only reason I know how to say rural. Many video vision stamp books filled up over the course of my lifetime video vision where you can go pick up a movie and get a tan (laughs) yeah in the later days yeah oh the tanning beds weren't always originally part of it they came later yeah not that i remember i just remember three for three for three three movies three days three dollars i just love the yellow and blue awnings hey everybody 
Uh, yeah, we're about to wrap this episode up, but I just wanted to come in here quickly and put a little bow on this last segment here, especially the talk about my Ursula advocacy, because, you know, clearly I was there. Uh, and there was just, there was a couple little unanswered parts there. Uh, the part where Michael and I were talking about, uh, Ursula's motivations for revenge, and I didn't really get to clear up, uh, her, uh, backstory and her connection to Atlantica and why she had so much beef with Triton and why she chose Ariel, uh, to use as a pawn for getting revenge. You know, she used Ariel to... Uh, like, oh, I'll grant you the wish, but I'm not going to let you win because I need you to use you as a weapon against your father because I actually want revenge on him and I want to take over the ocean. That's where I was going with that. But, of course, um, we talked also about how, like, there is answers to the questions in the Broadway musical and the book. Of course, I knew those answers already. I was just trying to bring them up as conversation. We didn't get to go into them, and they kind of seemed unnecessary to the movie part when we were discussing, so... I just brought them up as frames of reference. I would love for you guys to just know that they exist. Take a look if you have more interest. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, let's wrap this up. You would. But yeah, I, like I'm no. I'm sure like up in up in the like storage at my mom and dad's, we have all of our old Disney movies with, you know, like the big <laughs> clamshell over, case. Like the, yeah. Can we talk about just while we're wrapping up here? No. The, when the video um, came out, the original uh, video release, the cover, the illustration, and the, the cover art had the castle for the under the sea, the you know of Atlantica, and one of the uh, like tops of the I don't know how to just tell you what the towers I guess the towers of the castle was apparently shaped phallically. And I actually yeah. saw it actually. Yep, towers look like penises. Everyone knows that. But this yeah. one was like very specifically to yeah, look. Yeah, that lawsuit got mushroom headed. So. Yeah, they, but it, I mean, I saw it. I One of my friends showed it to Is me. Is this what made you gay? Yep. 100%. This was, if the movie was originally Gateway with Prince Eric, this was the final boom. The penis towers. There it was. Remember that video I said earlier? I gotta, you I gotta go. When I saw my first penis. First penis, very first penis. First penis, very first penis I saw. It was right, on what, top what you, of a castle. I'll be right the there. Scene. Oh no, the house is on fire. Yeah, I'll be right we'll... there. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, who is that? God? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but well, it's good to know. It was it was lovely to talk about this well, movie with you guys. Yeah, it was. I learned a lot, and uh, I don't I don't really like learning all that that I learned. Oh, I'm sorry that I takes like, the fun out of it. <laughs> it does. Yes, yeah. yes. Did you know that all of the you, bubbles were hand drawn? Yeah, I there's so like those bubbles like in the That's opening credits when those bubbles are floating up because there's so much just in the opening credits. Like I was I just like, can't oh. imagine like I always I am always mind blown, like especially with the older Disney movies mm -hmm. at all of the you know hand drawn animations, like well, from where they are now in animation. All the pages and the all 80s. the mm -hmm. Yeah, just the talent. I mean digital creation is it also takes talent, but that hand-drawn stuff, I don't know, it just oh yeah, just hits different. <laughs> so much carpal tunnel had to happen. 
Yeah. Well, the they're children drawing the pictures, right? So they have really young bones. Really small hands. Good with yeah, details. Because they're little bubbles. Oh, got it. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. in the, 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 the fact video that I was watching, it said that it's rumored that over one million bubbles were drawn for The wow. Little Mermaid. I, I started counting. I got to about 2,800. Nice. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. I owe you nothing. You owe me your life. I, yeah, that's true. Just kidding. I don't want your life. <laughs> I, I can't handle my own. But yeah, so after... Why didn't Ursula say that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, I don't want your life. After... I don't want Mermaid, your voice. <laughs> yeah, following Little Mermaid was Beauty and the Beast and then Aladdin, then Lion King. Yeah. All gems of our generation. Wonderful ones. She just wanted her voice. So, like, she just wanted a radio. Right. <laughs> Like, what was so special about her voice? But I think it's because... Because it was voice, like butter. But I think Ursula knew that, like, the voice was going to be the recognizable thing for Eric and that was going to be love instantaneously. So it was going to be the easiest crippling. I know that's how I win my mans. Mm -hmm. I just... Oh. Right. And she knew Ariel was... <laughs> and she knew Ariel was ready to sacrifice anything for that. Like anything, and so she Ursula took her most precious thing. That's what it was. You'll so give she up. was really she was just being defined by her voice. Basically, just another and, reason to rebel. Basically, yeah, you can have my voice. I'm gonna do it anyways. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna talk witness. to you anyway. Basically, right, the, right. <laughs> I'm gonna get lesson, my man's. Is the lesson: Are you willing to give up everything for one thing? No. And in the Hans Christian Andersen thing, it does not end well. You no. do not get that immortal soul. No. Anyway. I love that. Either kill the oh. man you love or kill yourself. I just had a weird... <laughs> Very Romeo and Juliet. But yeah, great. Great movie. Fabulous. Under the sea. Under the sea. Go on and kiss the girl. But yeah, part of that. I always loved that part with the rock. And she just, yeah, yeah. The big iconic part. I love this. You always want to relive it, just like the Jack and Rose thing on the Titanic. You want to like oh try God. and recreate these scenes. What? Which part? The I'm flying part or the Both. hand on the back on the steamy window part? Both. <laughs> but I'll only do one of them with you. Michael and I can do the one on top of the ship, and then you and I can do the car. <laughs> is it the one where I let go and hit the propeller on the way down? Is that the part we're doing? Yes. Well, if you were going <laughs> to jump, you'd have done it already. Well, I was thinking I was going to do the king of the world, and you could be Kate Winslet, but... <laughs> uh, you mean Fabrizio. Okay. Thank you. It's Fabrizio. He doesn't wait, do that with Kate. Just wait till we do the episode about Titanic. Kate isn't even the character's name. <laughs> <laughs>